word, be a pinball nerd. If you don't, you're absurd, be a pinball nerd. At the Pinball Nerds Podcast. Welcome back, Pinball Nerds, episode 192 of your fifth favorite pinball podcast. My name's Orbital Albert, and on today's episode, as you heard by that celebration song there, we have some big, big news for you. That's right, Pintern Hired. And wow, was that ever fast. So as most of you know, two days ago, my hardcore listeners who listen to every single Daily Dose of Pinball out there, they'll know that just two days ago, I announced that I would be applying for the position of Pintern at Deep Root Studios. That's correct. So what all would my Pinternship include? Mostly just live streaming their most recent game for three months. Okay. So... I do have here a copy in my hand. You can hear it. Could just be any piece of paper, but it's not. It's my actual resume. What I had to do is take my old resume and change it up. So mostly I changed up page one. Let's not lie. I didn't change all three pages. So on here, of course, my address, my phone number, uh, pinballnerds at gmail.com in case they prefer to get a hold of me that way. And I put pinball contract for three months. This is sort of like in replace of uh, an opening, uh, what do you call that? Um, the, the cover letter. There was no spot for a cover letter, so I kind of included my cover letter on my resume. Here we go. For three months, I will stream your pinball machine in exchange for for you taking care of the shipping expenses. I will stream three times per week at an average of 3.3 hours, as well as talking about what I like about the machine twice a week on the Pinball Nerds podcast. I promise to make my streams fun and enjoyable, which they all have been so far, by the way, uh, as well as featuring a range of pinball skills playing the machine. So I myself am ranked 2000th in the world. Um, Hayden's probably slightly higher or will be certainly a lot higher once he uh, gets through Loppel, especially if he makes finals, which I'm not sure if he will. Um, But if he does really well this Saturday, he might even make finals, in which case his number would go through the roof. Owen won a family day tournament like two years ago, which is still helping his numbers. So I think Owen's like 7,000th and Hayden's like 15,000th or something like that. I'm not sure. I haven't checked in a while. I should go check. But the point is, and then my wife's not even on there. So uh, basically when the four of us are going to be playing together, which won't be all the time, but maybe one of the streams per week would be four of us for at least a good chunk of time. The other two will probably just be me chilling or maybe myself and Owen or Hayden, but not both of them, right? Um, But when people are watching us play, they're going to get to see the whole range of Danielle, which is much newer, not really huge into pinball, but likes it and and will play from time to time, especially when her whole family's playing. Then you've got Owen, who really loves pinball and is extremely skilled, especially at like older EMs and especially solid states. He kicks my butt on almost every solid state. And then you have Hayden, who's a pro at like, you know, the kind of everything past... I guess I was going to say modern, but I'll say past uh, Y2K because he's actually not that great at the 90s machines. He's not as good at them. But I found every newer Stern, Jersey Jack, like every machine, Spooky, every machine he's got his hands on that's came out since Y2K, he's been pretty freaking good at almost the first time he plays it. So you're going to have a wide range of players on there playing the machine. And that's certainly something that I'm hoping Deep Root and or any other pinball company I end up working with after this, because again, this is only for 90 days or three months. 
Um, again, if you could get back to me by June 1st, that would be super cool. Um, now, of course, there was nowhere to mention that in there. I was hoping at the second or third point I could mention that. But when it went through and it said, are you looking for contract work? And I said, yes. And they said, are you available to work in the United States currently or willing to move? I said, no. And then Deep Root Studios told me, unfortunately, we're only hiring people who are looking for full-time work and who can work in the States. So now, of course, this is different. Why would they not be looking for people to stream their pinball machine? Um, that's how people see your machine. That's how people either fall in love with your machine or don't. That's how people start playing the machine lots. <clears throat> and maybe you already have something worked out with Jack Danger where he's going to come down there and stream for you. I'm not sure. But if that is the case, which I would highly recommend, he has 21,000 followers on uh, Twitch. Uh, a pinball company would not be very intelligent to try not to get Jack Dangers to stream for them, of course. There's a couple others, like Buffalo did an incredible job with the Willy Wonka one. And, um, of course, Special When Lit, their stream's just looking better and better every time I see them do that. They're now working, of course, with um, flipping out with Zach Manny, uh doing that, doing the newer games, kind of like what I was doing. Uh, the funny part is I had already mentioned twice last week before they officially announced this that I would be doing this um, and that I would be, you know, applying at, at Deep Root for this. So, but I, I, it's not that they copied it from me. Like, it's not Pinspiracies Volume 2, okay? Pinspiracies Volume 2 comes out tomorrow. That's going to be a banger. I got two in there that everyone's going to like, and one that some people might not be happy I even mentioned. But uh, I got two in there that are, 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 I have, I have two in there. Now that I'm applying for a job, I should try to use even more proper English more often, right? Um, education on here, I have degree in business, marketing, Fanshawe College, London, Ontario, 1999 to 2001. That's right. Um, then I also included beer server, sommelier level achieved February 2015. Not that anyone in the, well, I guess a lot of pinballers do like craft beer. So there you go. You can, you know, I have my craft beer Cicerone, uh, chops as well. So I legit, when I'm talking to you about the, 100 plus craft beer events I've been to or the uh, 200 plus breweries I visited or the uh, 3,000 plus craft beers that I've tried. You know I'm, know what I'm talking about. But let's get down to more, the more important than the education is the pinball education. That's right. My resume has a pinball education center. I just like looking at this resume. Even if I never get hired by Deep Root and I have to go talk to either uh, Spooky about getting Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle or I have to talk to um, Stern possibly. Stern might be a little harder because they already have an in-house like streamer who's Jack Danger, of course. Um, but I mean, you know, if not Stern, uh, maybe Cosmic Carnival? Is it Great Lakes who came up with that? trying to remember who did Cosmic Carnival. I don't know if I could promise three months of Cosmic Carnival. I don't know if the, the game is deep enough. I'm going to, I know recently a stream came out. I would like to go watch that. I could maybe do a month on Cosmic Carnival, I'm guessing. But Alice, Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle, that game is deep. I watched the uh, stream with Bowen. I think, was that on Backhand Pinball? It was, it was on a Twitch channel. Just Google Bo and Karen's and Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle. You'll find it. And uh, that is a deep game. That game I know I could do three months for. And Waz, or Waz, sorry, uh, Willy Wonka, I truly think I could do like three months no problem. And I would probably just on accident end up doing more than three hours per stream because that game looks so deep and looks fun and exciting and enjoyable. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be, uh, uh, what do you call it? I'm not going to be a, um, 
I guess a schlub, like I'm not going to schlub any particular pinball company. I love all pinball companies. I want there to be more pinball. Um, of course, I'm going to be honest and re review the machine a little. If there's certain shots I don't love or certain things I don't like, of course, I'm going to mention it. But at the same time, I'm not going to go out of my way to like, I'm not going to do a whole podcast like top 10 things I friggin' hate about Raza or Alice Cooper or something like that. I'm not going to be super negative about it because I want other pinball companies, obviously, to hook me up with other machines. So although I might mention what I don't like about the machine, I'm going to concentrate about what I do like about it because part of my job is promoting that particular machine on that particular stream. And I don't feel this way only because they're going to send it to me for free. For instance, I was live streaming Humpty Dumpty. Sure, you've all heard of it. The very first pinball machine with electromechanical flippers. And do you think I sat there and made fun of it? <coughs> <coughs> oh, excuse me. Do you think I sat there and made fun of it and said, oh, there should be two flippers at the bottom. Why isn't there two flippers at the bottom? Why is this an only machine? No. Well, I'm there live streaming it. I'm mostly talking up the machine. I'm talking about what I personally like about the machine. I'm trying to further pinball. I don't want to be a negative Nancy about pinball. I want to be a fun Orbital Albert. And that's what I, uh, you know, will be. And it doesn't matter. Like I'm even taking, I'm working on a deal with uh, my good buddy Melvis Megaphone right now where I might be, might be trading skateball. I absolutely love skateball. But it looks like in order for me to have six to eight pinball machines out in Nova Scotia, to have a wide variety of pins for me to not only play, but to hold tournaments, but also to keep my attention and also to stream now that I'm going to be way, way further away from a lot of places that I'm going to be able to stream. So it's going to be about an hour for me to get to Moncton to be able to stream there. And I haven't even talked with those people and don't even know if we'll be allowed to. It's about two and a half hours to get to Halifax. I have talked to a couple of people there who do want me to come stream including a really cool uh, setup that in a garage with like 15 pinball machines in Halifax or near Halifax or maybe closer to Dartmouth, but not too far from there. So I'm very excited about moving out east. Um, and I will, I can tell you this, no matter what, I've heard like Roger's internet as isn't as good out there. If I have to get Bell, I'll get Bell. I will get the highest, best internet with the most uh, upload available stream strength. And uh, if not, honestly, I'll just go from 10 gigs to 20 gig on my phone. And that will still allow me to do uh, like, you know, at least three streams per week. I might have to drop uh, the other two cameras that aren't the playfield cameras down to 30 frames per second, but that's fine. Nobody notices on a LCD or a player cam if you're at 30. It's, it's harder to notice, put it that way. When the ball's flinging around fast, if you don't have it at 60, it's a little easier for me now to tell if it's not 60 frames per second. Um, but I am getting a brand new Sony when, uh, my house, when the money comes in for my house being sold, I promise my wife, we're going to be on a strict budget between now and then. I also need every penny I can to go hike the Bruce trail, which is why I haven't suggested I would start streaming until July 1st. So not only does Deep Root have until June 1st, and I will contact someone there other than just doing the, the way that I've done it now, which is applying for the job, I will contact someone if I haven't heard back in a few days. I like to give them 24 to 72 hours, right? And that still gives them like two and a half, three weeks to get back to me. So, uh, you know, I'm very flexible. I'm easy to work with. Uh, I'm a great team player. And honestly, even though I didn't put this in here, Deep Root, if you wanted me to be talking to anyone from your marketing department, maybe just using me as a soundboard, I know I'm not going to be there in person. I would be willing to even 
go on on the telephone or like a Skype or like a conference call and, you know, talk to people. I'm sure you don't want me sitting in your, you know, your big important phone calls. I would be willing to sign a, an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement. Um, but basically, I don't think my main role would be helping with marketing, even though I could do that if you wanted it. You guys probably have it all taken care of, okay? You've probably dotted your I's, crossed your T's. You already have who you want for that. I'm willing to help with that, but my main role will be to bring it to the public. So as I mentioned in the last one, uh, if I continue to pick up pace as I am with the live streaming channel as well as the podcast, you should get anywhere from 17,000 to 20,000 touches, so that means listens and or views, and as I mentioned, quite a few of my views, like up to 75% of my viewers are completely unique pinball viewers coming on Twitch, so that helps, but more importantly for you is just the fact that I'm going to not only do that, but I'm going to help with any feedback that I can come back with for code. Right? Like, so I'm also working as a play tester, and I should have mentioned that. So I'm not just your live streamer, your podcaster on contract for three months while I have the machine, but I'm also your play tester, and I love rules. And if I find any rules exploits, or, or even more likely, people watching, I have a lot of awesome uh, people who have followed me who are coming to join and watch often. Um, I don't want to mention it, but I can think of at least uh, one person who's uh, like a I don't know. A very, a very, there are several people that are, are ranked in the top 500 that have came to visit my channel that are very, very good pinball players. And they might even watch a stream and see a scoring exploit and mention it to me. And I'll make sure to look into that and present it to you in uh, a clear form as well. So these are just some other things I can do. But let's go through my pinball education here. Played in over 125 IFPA tournaments. I think we're at 150 now, but I didn't feel like recounting. Uh, including non-IFPA tournaments, I'm well over 200. Um, and then, of course, on here I put, watched and studied almost every hour of competitive pinball live-streamed in the past three years. That's right. I have missed tons of Jack Danger live-streams, okay? I have missed... Tons of live streams that have been done by even my buddy Marty there from Head to Head Pinball on his, I forget the name of his pinball channel. Why didn't you just call it Head to Head Pinball? It would have been easier to find Marty. Anyways, he's got a, a, a channel there on Twitch. And I've, I, you know, I don't watch every one of his streams. But if it is a live pinball tournament, especially if it's a larger one, I am watching every freaking second. So the North American Pinball Championships that just happened, that was the finals of the NASACs. Um, I went and watched all 14 hours, legit for 14 hours and was chatting and talking during all of it. And I actually gained quite a few competitive pinball fans during that point. But I can say this, that yes, be, although I am a competitive pinball player, first and foremost, second of all, I always, always, always am playing pinball for fun. So I'm not going to be that person who's like a top 10 player or even top 100 player might possibly be constantly going for a high score, and I am certainly not that. I want to see all the different modes. I want to get, and lots of top 100 players enjoy getting to wizard modes and aren't just about the score either, so that's not really fair to say. But I can tell you as a live streamer, that's nowhere in there. You don't have to worry too much about me blowing up the game too far too early. Um, if anything, you might be messaging me in the third month going, hey, Orbital Albert, can you just, uh, can you try getting to wizard mode once before you send us back the game, right? Um... So yeah, and here I have another separate category, pinball nerds. 
pinball podcasting and live streaming experience. Started Pinball Nerds podcast six months ago and live streaming on Twitch under the same name. Last month, already gaining traction with over 10,000 listens slash views. So um, that's really exciting. I'm not quite at 10,000 listens for the Pinball Nerds podcast, but we're going to get there soon. I'm going to have a little listening party. It's going to be fun. I might even have a listening party uh, that I live stream through Twitch. So it's partially, you know, any of the people who aren't in southwestern Ontario can join me as well. So watch slash listen for that coming soon. Um, I threw in some highlights here. This is sort of me bragging a little, so uh, I apologize. But of course, when you're applying for a job, you should be bragging about yourself a little. So highlights include, now this is under my pinball podcasting and live streaming experience, highlights include my pinball intern, Chris Grovesner, who I've just finished talking to on Facebook. How's it going, Chris? We're excited to welcome you back from Europe soon. Uh, dressed like Willy Wonka, accepted Mark and City's best homebrew twippy for Nightmare Before Christmas on stage at Texas Pinball Fest Twippy Awards, uh, being interviewed on Pinball Profile by Jeff Teolis, uh, mentions, so they have mentioned the Pinball Nerds podcast on This Week in Pinball and Special Winlet Podcast, two of my favorite podcasts out there, and playing skateball live on stream in full gear, including wiping out my kitchen. I'm not sure why I included that, but that is the highlight on Twitch that got the most views, so that's why I mentioned it. Um, and actually, the the highlight taking over is um, getting getting pie in the face. So I played a tournament where whoever got first between Hayden Owen and my wife, uh, so my sons and my wife Danielle got to throw a pie in my face. So that's got like 40 views already. Like it had tons already when we were live, but then it's got more since then. So feel free to go check that out. It's unpinball related, but you can see one of my family members hit me right in the face with a pie. And then I actually try to play a pinball game with it drooping and pulling off my face. Um, don't worry, Deep Root. I'll make sure to stand back from the machine if we do that challenge, just as I did there. And of course, um, I will go out of my way to make sure nothing but regular wear and tear happens to the machine. So, um, yeah, a little bit down here further, I added some pinball credentials. Again, sounds like I'm bragging, but that's what you do when you're applying for a job, right? I put, I have been playing competitively for three years, including winning several official IFBA tournaments and making it to the finals of the London, Ontario Pinball League for the last five seasons straight. I am ranked around 2000th in the world and I'm attending Pinburg this year where I will be conducting 100 interviews with pinballers from around the globe. Um, yeah, so I sent this off to uh, Deep Root Studios, not expecting to hear back, to be honest. And even on page two here, I have some of my other like real life jobs where I was a territory manager for Flying Monkeys Craft Brewery. Uh, before that, I did special events and uh, sales staff for Collective Arts Craft Brewing. Before that, it was Tobog Toboggan Brewing, which is a place here in London. Um, there I was bottle shop, as well as basically using my Cezerone skills. And then before that, and including up to now, I have been with uh, Angry Alpaca Tea and Hummingbird Homestead Soap. I'm still with both of those companies, even though Hummingbird Homestead has pivoted a little and we don't do soap, we mostly do... Um, you know, soy candles and, and lip balms at this point, as well as a custom soap for like two companies in all of Canada, um, our two largest people who order. And then before that, I was with the devil, also known as TD Canada Trust. 
I think they're just known as TD Bank now because they've expanded to the United States. I was the team sales captain there. Oh, thanks for calling, telemarketer. That was nice. And then uh, at the very back here is driverzed.com. So that's when I was a driving instructor for two or three years. Back from 2005 to 2007. And you're thinking, that was a long time ago. Why would you even have driving instruction on there? Because everything I learned from being a driving instructor, where you name... Uh, it's so funny. So if someone is going out of the lines on their first day, uh, like they're not able to stay in the lines very well, you say two nice things and one negative thing. So I would say, wow, you're doing a really good job coordinating the gas and the brake. You're doing an excellent job keeping your chin up and looking far into the center of the road. Now, what I would work on just a little more is trying to stay in between the lines. You're just scaring the other drivers a little bit when you're going off the road. No, you don't be negative like that. So it's the same thing in pinball. Whenever I've been talking to Hayden or Owen or maybe even I don't try to mention too many mistakes to my wife about pinball because that's just a mistake in itself. But if I'm playing with Hayden or Owen and they really want to get better and they want to get better so bad they don't mind me mentioning mistakes. For instance, if we're playing skateball and... Uh, I keep seeing them trying to just knock down more drop targets as opposed to going for their scoop shot on the right. They're going for the drop targets on the left. What I will say to them is, um, wow, you're hitting those drop down targets really accurately today. That's awesome. And then I would say something positive like, it looks like you've uh, you've been you're you're all warmed up and you're getting some good scores. And then the third thing would be the negative, where I would say, "Hey, do you think we should do a tap pra a, a tap pass practicing routine so that next time you're cradled up on the right there and you have to shoot the scoop on the left, um, you know, we're able to tap pass it across? Or sorry, you're cradled up on the right and you have to shoot the uh, scoop above it. Uh, it might be easier to tap pass. Do you think it would be good for us to try some tap passing practices?" And as long as I make a game of it or make it sound fun and I'm not too harsh or rude, they usually go for it, right? So anyways, without further ado, I've kept you guys on here for 22 minutes and 22 seconds. That's right. I want to announce to you, I have hired a new pin turn. That's correct. A new pin turn for... The New York City Pinball Championships. So although I have messaged this off to Deep Root, I haven't heard from them. And I'm sorry if I was being a bit of a jerk there. Hopefully you didn't assume that Deep Root had already got back to me within one day and hired me. Come on, man. Once I'm in talks with one of these companies, you probably won't hear much. Uh, I'm going to go from a being upfront and open about it into being a little bit quiet. And I never do that on this podcast. You guys know I'm truthful to the point of it hurting me. Um, I, I believe in, if you ever watched a show called Lie to Me, um, several of the characters, well, at least two of the main characters on there were known as just truthaholics and they just told the truth about everything. I've tried to do that because I just think usually, even though the truth can hurt sometimes, as long as you say it properly and at the right time, it's usually better than a lie. Plus, I absolutely just hate fake people. That being said, I'm going to have to be a little bit fake for a couple weeks until and, and now if I've heard absolutely nothing from Deep Root on any level, I might mention that. But if I'm in talks with them to possibly get a machine sent to me, I'm not going to be sharing that information via the podcast for now. Um, if, if they say it's okay that I can share it with them and I've came up with it, I can do that. But for now, you're wondering who the heck is going to be your pin turn for the New York City, uh, for the New York City Championships. 
And rather than, I, I can tell you this, I didn't ask anyone to do this. Um, I know that Chris Grosner, who is my uh, my world's best pintern, he was promoted, if you guys don't remember, to the assistant to the co-host, okay? That's a little bit of uh, a Dwight Schrute joke, but he was. So now I need a new pintern. Now, does that mean that Chris might help me come do some pintern stuff at Pemberg? Of course not. He's coming to Pemberg. We're going to have a great time. But when he comes there, I might call him a pintern as a joke or the world's best pintern. But really, he's the assistant to the co-host. He's really my co-host for my show. And you probably would have heard him on here, but he's been traveling in Europe for three weeks and his cell phone data is very low there. And of course, calling and such is expensive. But I'm excited to have him back on the show. But for now, without further ado, I'm going to play for you my addition slash I already contacted him and told him he was hired. So I don't need to explain it. I'm going to let you listen to it right now. That's our theme song sped up, by the way, which is how he listens to it. Hello, pinball nerds. This is Gamagoat of Gamagoat Pinball Rodeo. Follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv for Gamagoat. And this is my audio audition to be Pinball Nerds Pintern for the New York City Pinball Championships. And in real orbital hour fashion, I wanted to do for you my top five reasons I would be a great pintern for the New York City Pinball I love it, Ian. He even does the top five go. list. Number five. I will be attending the New York City Pinball Championships. And that makes me extremely qualified to report on it, <laughs> since I will actually get to see it, and I will be there. Number four, I am somewhat known as a Twitch streamer, and I will bring to your show the uh, exposure of up to 124 people who follow me. Number three, I am a top 200 ranked IFPA player. My current rank is 136. That's right. 136, which makes me extremely qualified to finish very mediocre at the tournament. Oh, you're going to do great, Ian. Number two, I will accept the title of the world's worst pin turn. Chris uh, has done a great job. He did a great job at TPF. He did a great job um, the other show he was at, and he has earned the title of the world's best pin turn. He has uh, worn the Wonka suit. He has reported from the floor. He has succeeded beyond belief at his challenges. He sure has. And I would not do any of those things. I will mostly report selfishly on myself, my friends, and what's going on at the tournament. That's okay, buddy. And then the number one reason why I should be selected as the New York City Pinball Championship Pinball Nerds Pintern is I will likely have nothing better to do on Sunday because I'm not going to make the playoffs. Orbert Albert, let me know. I'd love to be your pin turn. This is Gamma Goat signing off. And remember, eat, sleep, breathe, pinball. Pinball. Nice job, Ian Harewer, also known as Gamma Goat. Oh, it's starting to play there again. The funny part is he uh, he told me when he listens to podcasts, not just mine, but all podcasts, when he's listening quite often, um, he listens at one and a half times because there's just so many awesome pinball podcasts out there. You got to listen to them all. 
I listen at regular speed just because it would bug me. But, I mean, if it doesn't bug you and you can get away with it, why not? You can get twice as many podcasts in half as quickly. And people have told me I talk too slowly on this podcast. So, that being said, I'm trying to be a little quicker. Um, but, Ian, you are hired. Uh, Ian is ranked 136th in the world, if you didn't hear that. I think he might go to finals, but either way, he will do a great job. I will not give give you like 10 tasks, I guess, like I did, like the Mission Impossible tasks, because I know you're in the tournament, but can I just do five, Ian? I might have to do a five Mission Impossible task for Ian, including one of them. I will tell you straight up is to get to the finals, because Ian is actually a better player than he allows himself to talk about. He's just very humble like that. And like if I was 136 in the world, I'd be like, yo, I'm going to New York City Pinball Championships. I'm going to be the world's worst pin turn. I'm going to win that shiznick. That's what's happening. I'm going to shoot some shatzes and hit some Kirk posts and it's going to be done. You know what I mean? And anyways, he's not like that, which is really cool. And I know because he's going to be playing so often, he will not have time to do like mini pin reviews with a lot of people probably. Um, he might even be asked to, I know he's done guest commentary places. So who knows? He is going to be super busy, but the Pinball Nerds podcast is going to have eyes and ears and flippers on the ground. Next weekend, that's right, so it's like not this coming weekend, like three days from now, but uh, it happens from Friday, May 17th until Sunday, May 19th. Uh, I think the main part of the play is on the Saturday, I would assume, and then the Sunday is the uh, um, the finals, of course, as you heard Ian here, or say there. Um, so I'm very, very, very excited about this. I'm very excited that Deep Root Studios may choose to ship me off one of their first games. And because they have five games coming out, who knows, maybe we could work out something where I just get a new Deep Root game every three months and just when I get the new one, I ship the old one back in that container. Who knows? I don't know. I'm assuming you can't like UPS a game, but I don't know. Anyways, the point is, is that um, Pinturn hired for New York City Pinball Championships. Thank you so much, Ian Harewer. I didn't even ask Ian to do that. He just surprised me and did that. So that's awesome. I was That made my day yesterday, Ian. And that's saying something because I'm still just, I'm still over the moon about the fact that the uh, the house sold. So the fact that you're going to be doing this for, for the Pinball Nerds podcast is just so awesome, Ian. And, and I mean, obviously you're going to get lots of shout outs from the podcast as well as to your Twitch channel which is Gamma Goat, so um, you also know as Gamma Goat Rodeo. I'm not sure if that's on YouTube or not, but geez, I'm very, very, very excited for this. It's going to be fun. I'm glad I can have eyes and ears on the ground. I will be watching through Twitch every second of competitive play because that's what I do. And it'll just be neat having, like, so I know other friends like Julie Dorsers, who I hopefully am getting to do an interview with, by the way. Uh, Julie won the Top Womp trophy for getting first at uh, Allentown, so she's going to talk all about that this Monday. That's going to be an exciting pin review, and then she'll be going five days later to the New York City Pinball Championships, right? So just people like Julie will be there and, and other friends of the show, so if Ian wants to interview them, he can, and so I'm very, very excited about that. Um, it should be fun, and if you happen to know anyone who works at Deep Root, Maybe you could give them a wink, wink, nudge, nudge that like you've listened to the show or the podcast, as I prefer to call it, the blog cast. Um, and, you know, you think maybe I would be uh, a good person to do this. Now, if you're another live streamer and you're listening to this, 
and you want to get a company to come work for you, that's totally cool. I got that. It's not like I'm the first one doing it. Um, obviously, Jack Dangers with Stern, right? But all that I would ask, all that I would ask, maybe, is that you possibly mention me if you actually get the pinball machine if you could actually maybe give our show a shout out if if we're the reason why you thought of doing it that being said let's be honest how many people out there can devote 10 hours a week to one game including live streaming as well as podcasting about twice a week not too many people because i eat sleep and mother frickin breathe pinball guys we're going to be sending out the show now um i've got a little bit of uh, infected mushroom. This is entitled Spitfire, also known as the Monster Cat release. Now, recently, one of my favorite pinball podcasts, Head to Head Pinball, was talking about how, you know, different, the most recent episode they were talking about, I believe David Peck is uh, the one on there, they were both talking about, Marty and David were talking about uh, which, uh, um, like, which music they would like to see in an upcoming pinball machine and they said some stuff like uh b52s okay yeah i could see that uh they also mentioned um oh who is that band i really don't like they mentioned a couple bands i'm not a big fan of including some 41 who i actually used to like back when they were punk before they went to pop punk you guys called them metal i definitely definitely wouldn't say they're metal in any way shape or form and i'm pretty sure right now that iron maiden and metallica are are like puking in their mouth now that you called them that with that being said it's an excellent episode and it introduced me to a brand new band or dj or whatever you want to call it called infected mushroom so i'm going to start playing them here in the background and just imagine like t this reminds me sort of like t tna or something like that like total nuclear annihilation soundtrack now i think that this might be too weird of music for like the average pinballer to really grasp their head around or to have a large enough market but I'll tell you this, Martin, if you make a pinball mix with infected mushroom and it goes over like another cool pinball machine that it seems to fit with, I'd buy it in a heartbeat. Until next time, eat, sleep, breathe, deep root pinball.